P-S-N-Y. We're doing it. Oh boy. The rain delay edition. (laughs) Rain delay theater, as they would say. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to get the intro out of the way right away this time because last time I realized we were talking for an hour, never once said the name of the podcast, never once mentioned our sponsors or the host site. So this is episode 64 of the Bleacher Creatures podcast presented by Elite Sports New York. Brought to you by Elite Sports New York, Crossing Broad, Warwick Gaming, and Rivercrest NYC. Rivercrest is delivering. I saw a picture of a hamburger today, and then I bought a hamburger. Not from Rivercrest because it's too far away. They don't deliver to me. They don't deliver to me. Why you got to do them like that? What did you do? (laughs) They don't deliver to me, but I saw a picture, and the hamburger looked so good that I went and bought a hamburger from somewhere else that would actually deliver to me. I mean, come on. I'm not... I'm not going outside. A local business inspired you to buy from another local business, or did you just get it from McDonald's? No, local business. Local business. Uh, there's this place in Harlem called Jimbo's Hamburger Palace. I okay, feel but like we're not that's, sponsored by them. You just I know can't. we're not sponsored by them, but I feel like it's very appropriate for me because my name is James, and I do have some friends who will occasionally call me Jimbo. So, Jimbo's Hamburger Palace. That's my spot. Um, baseball's fucking back. Guys, we are in the midst of a game right now. Like, this is incredible. I've been waiting all day for this. I've been waiting 275 days for this. Oh, yeah. And what an efficient use of our time, too. Like, we're going into a sad sacks rain delay. And we're like, hey, like, why don't we just knock this podcast out right now? We're in the sixth inning. I mean, we have some stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. There's plenty to discuss. And, I mean, first thing, just want to get it out of the way. Everyone who's ever hated Giancarlo Stanton just loves him right now. So yeah, it's get, get out of here with your Giancarlo Stanton no hate. Not appropriate. I mean, oh three God. RBIs tonight, a fucking moonshot in his first step out of the year. Like, come on. That's our guy. That's our guy. To be completely honest, I was – so I had kickball tonight. And kickball started at 6, and I was like, I have to be home by 7.08. And – um my friend was like, oh, well, we're going to go out to drink after. I was like, that's fine. And he's like, but we're going to drink outside. I was like, that's not fine. No, nah, I, I need the game, though. So I plugged in my phone. I was listening to it on the radio on the way there. I get out of the car. It's about like a 30-second walk into the building. And as I got out of the car, he hit that home run while I had that 30 seconds of nothingness. And I got in, and there were people in the bar looking at the TV, and I just, you know, casually glanced up, and I was like, two nothing. When the fuck did that happen? And this guy's like, oh, yeah, two nothing. And I was like, let me guess. Giancarlo just hit a home run. And he's like, how did you know the lineup? And I was like, how did did you know the lineup? (laughs) I was like, well, I know Aaron Judge got on because he got the first hit. And then I was like, so obviously if Brett Gardner's up, Giancarlo Stanton probably hit the home run. Oh my God. How did you know the lineup after how long we've waited, waited for baseball? I wouldn't have put it past you as soon as the lineup got announced to just go and get a tattooed on your arm. (laughs) Like the opening day lineup after 267 days. 
<laughs> Can you imagine if I did that every year? Like my entire body would just be covered in lineups with like Lyle Overbay and like... yeah. yeah, you'd have one year where it had Travis Hafner hitting in the four hole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, baseball's back. It's so exciting. It's also a little nerve wracking, you know, like we've talked about before with the whole coronavirus. And obviously we got a big scare today. Um, prior to the game, starting with Juan Soto, unfortunately being missing from the lineup for, for testing positive. Um, I got into a little argument with people on Twitter and um, I was telling my friend, I was like, I just, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't argue with people on Twitter, but like, it's just like, this is going to happen. This is going to be a thing. Um, you know, he's going to test positive and he's been around all these people. He's played in a, they called it a scrimmage against the Orioles, which is kind of funny um instead of an exhibition game but so yeah he tested positive and nobody else tested positive which is a good sign but he's still been around other people and you know that's very concerning yeah I mean let's just be very clear nothing about restarting major league baseball is safe in any way this is <laughs> super irresponsible but I think I'm just kind of at the point where I'm like mm, I, I, nope didn't see it didn't see it. What? There's a baseball game on? Nothing else going on? Didn't see it. Well, Aaron Boone said before the game, he said these players, they understand what they signed up for. They know the risks. You know, they have the option to opt out if they want to. And he's like, these guys are, they're in it. They're in it to win it. And um, got me pumped up. But at the same time, also got me really nervous because having Juan Soto test positive. First of all, I wanted to see him in the lineup. I was yeah, no, face of the league right there. Right, Absolutely exactly. fantastic hitter. That's like opening day you're getting max scherzer you're getting juan soto and that's that's what the nationals are bringing to the table right so very unfortunate that circumstance but it sounds like um they're handling it pretty well as he was the only one that tested positive from that wave of tests so good sign i think but here's the thing i worry about is because um i mentioned this on twitter i am a i'm a healthcare professional so I work with senior citizens and I got my test done and it took me 13 days to get a response. In those 13 days, I could very easily have contracted the virus somewhere else, you know? Yeah, then you have to go get tested again. Like you just have to make it a regular thing. Right, exactly. And that's just, you know, people are complaining now, like, oh, it's taking too long for Major League Baseball. They got their test back in two days. That's incredible because right now, essential healthcare workers, unless you work in a hospital, or unless you travel like miles and miles out of town, you're not getting your test results back for, um, you know, seven, potentially 13 days. So yeah, 13 you know, days is insane. That's like the entire period of when you would feel symptoms from coronavirus. So if you test, like if you got a test done and you're just sick for two weeks and then you finally get the test back and it's like, oh yeah, you're positive. We're like, well, no shit. I've been sick for two weeks. Right. Now I've been everywhere and, you know, it's like different things like that. You know, baseball players, people were saying that, oh, well, baseball players, they can't self-quarantine um, after they've had the test because they can't stop working. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to not work for 13 days? Like, I can't do that. I have to keep working. Like, that's a thing. So, sorry, that was my little coronavirus testing rant, but I'm glad they're doing testing. There are a lot of things that seem a little irresponsible right now. And just the whole bringing everyone back together is definitely pretty irresponsible. Um, I definitely enjoy watching baseball, but at the same time, I want to make sure that people are being safe and healthy. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to complain about baseball being on TV again. 
Uh, I'm also just not going to ignore the fact that it definitely should not be. I know. As I'm eating a slice of just cheese. See? <laughs> That's dinner right there. It's a good one, actually. But oh. hey, let's talk about this game because the first game of the season, New York Yankees up 4-1. to It's 4-1, to right? Yeah, 4-1. to Okay. That in the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. Four to one in the sixth inning. Rain delay right now. We knew the weather was going to be questionable in Washington, D.C. We weren't really sure what was going to happen, but honestly, at least they got to start the game and kind of get, get quite a few innings in. And, you know, it wasn't like it stopped in the second inning where you would question sending Garrett Cole back out on the mound. Once you get into the sixth inning, they're probably not going to send him back out after. Yeah, I, I think Cole's done for the day now. And, I mean, what a debut. Uh, you couldn't have asked for anything better in his Yankees debut. He gave up the one home run early to Eaton, but that was the only hit he gave up, and he only walked one. Uh, five strikeouts is a little low, especially for somebody who bet that he would get over 7.5 strikeouts. Uh, so the rain delay kind of fucked me there. Yeah. But, I mean, what more could you want from Garrett Cole? He looked great. He looked better than, than Max Scherzer. I mean, Max Scherzer really racked up the strikeouts, but he left a lot of pitches right over the middle of the plate. He did. He did. Um, and I feel like with at least a few more games for players like Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres, they would be all over those pitches. They yeah. haven't been. Um, I'm not does. concerned about Gary yet. It's still July. We just got to f- get through yeah. a few more days, and then we got August Gary coming out. He's fine. He's fine. This is the worst part of the year for him. So far, so good for players like Aaron Judge, who everyone was very concerned about coming into the season. Uh, Hard hit single to start off the day, and then he hit a double. Clearly was hitting for the cycle right away. I mean, come on. Um, And then, of course, John Carlos Stanton. He has, what, three RBIs now? Yeah, two two hits, three RBIs. It's just – and that that second one was a fucking great piece of hitting. That was – that was an unnecessary curse. I'm just very excited about it. Um, but it was a great piece of hitting where he just took a ball the other way. said, oh, bases are loaded right now. All I really have to do is put it on the ground, and we're right. going to score a run right now. That's exactly I, what he did. I'm really liking the approach that he has at the plate right now. Um, he looks like he's competent. He looks like he, you know, he's against one of the, the top-tier pitchers in the entire sport of baseball. Like, he – looks comfortable up there and that was something that we really haven't seen in a while from him absolutely and alex rodriguez won't stop talking about how much of a benefit it's going to be for him to not have fans like we get it there's no fans alex and he grew up in miami playing he came up in miami and they never had any fans there anyway he's getting back to his roots i get it he's very comfortable in this situation let's please move on (laughs) (laughs) absolutely um so yeah so far so good I've been pretty impressed with him um you know the the middle towards the lower part of the lineup hasn't been terribly impressive so far except I've really 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 liked the at-bats I've seen so far from Tyler Wade Tyler Wade has been fantastic so far it was kind of weird his first at-bat trying to push a bunt on 3-1 I was like, I get what you're going for the third baseman's pretty far away from the line and you're just trying to get on base but like I mean, this is your first at-bat of the year, guy. Maybe take one hack. Listen, the guy's trying to utilize his speed. He is by far the fastest player on the team. There's no doubt about that. And he clearly showed that speed um, scoring on judges, uh, judges double there. 
so oh, yeah. that was fantastic just watching like watching a fast runner go around third base it's like when they do it properly it's it's just a work of art it is right. so impressive that he just right around the corner just slams down the line right so i mean only game one and so far i'm so very impressed with tyler wade and his approach at the plate he's put together some really good at bats too um so really really impressive i'm glad he's in the lineup of course he is in the lineup in lieu of um, DJ LeMahieu, which is, of course, very sad. So he's really not going to get too many opportunities. But if he's going to come up to the plate and face a pitcher like Max Scherzer and put together those types of at-bats. Get on base going, twice. Right. He's going to find a way to to make sure that he's getting more at-bats. And right now, obviously, with the rain delay going on, he's up to bat with one out, runners on first and third. He has a prime opportunity here. Absolutely. I actually, I wouldn't be shocked if we came back and DJ LeMahieu was in his spot. Because I know Boone said he was an option off the bench, uh, mm -hmm. but they don't want him playing a full game yet. But I mean, what's DJ going to get? Maybe two at-bats? I mean, that's what we were pushing him, pushing him through right. in the exhibition games. I could see him taking over at second base. Sure, sure. Yeah, so overall, you know, Garrett Cole, uh, pretty strong debut. Of course, he gave up that home run to Adam Eaton, but that was it. I mean, of course, we'd love to see more strikeouts, um, but so far, so good. Five innings of work, um, one hit, one run, one walk, five strikeouts. Listen, if, if that's what we're going to get and you got this Yankees lineup, they should score more than one run. I mean, they should be able to get the job done. Absolutely. His pitch count was fantastic, too. I was looking at it and saying maybe Boone said he could go up to 100 pitches tonight. Like maybe Garrett Cole is working into the seventh inning on opening day, and then you're just turning it over to probably Ottavino in Britain or mm -hmm. Canely in Britain, Green in Britain, whoever. Britain's closing it. But, right. I mean, what a, what a fantastic transition in pitching to just go from seven innings of one-hit ball from Garrett Cole right to the best bullpen in baseball. Right. Absolutely. Can't ask for any better. Right. So Garrett Cole has, um, he's thrown 75 pitches, 46 for strikes. Um, Scherzer's thrown 99 pitches, um, 62 for strikes, which of course, you know, he's obviously pitched a little bit more because right now he's, he's in the middle of the game, um, in the middle of the next inning, but I'm very impressed so far with Garrett Cole working a lot of flyouts too. Um, so obviously that that always scares me. Just yeah, it makes me so nervous. That's the <laughs> that's the one thing Garrett right. Cole does. Like if you're gonna beat Garrett Cole, you have to beat him with a long ball. You right. got to get somebody on base, and then you have to go long. And right. that's what I said uh, yesterday when I was working on a little betting preview for today's game. I don't think it ever actually went live, but I saw this game ending in like a two-one score, and the difference was gonna be which team had a man on base when they hit their one home run, mm -hmm. and that was it. But Scherzer was not as good as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, he came out a little flat, um, especially the first inning. I mean, giving up a home run to Stanton in the first inning, already bringing your team up to bat when you're down 2 nothing is, is not the easiest feat, especially against Garrett Cole and especially against the Yankees bullpen. So, I mean, is there, uh, what else are you, are you seeing in the game? I mean, obviously right now, you know, the big, uh, the big people on offense are uh, Judge and Stanton up at the top of the lineup, you know, Aaron Hicks is, um, he's working his way back. You know, he's, he's an over three right now. Hicks has hit the ball hard at least though. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten on yet, but he's hit the ball hard a few times. He's not really taking like, they're not bad at bats. He's working at bats. He just, it's not coming together just yet. 
So sure. I'm not I'm not really worried about that. Uh, your boy Guardy got punched out by Angel Hernandez oh, on one of the happen. worst pitches I've ever seen. Oh, I thought he was gonna start banging the bat right there. I was like, you know what, dude, you're already like a hundred games gone from the season. Just just go with it now. Just start banging the bat on the dugout roof. You yeah, we don't have time to come up with a new thing this year. We just got to carry it over from last There's year. There's no time. Just do it. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna have enough time. See, that's a, that's the problem with Brett Gardner. I obviously I love Brett Gardner. He sees pretty much, I think on average, and I I could be mistaken, but on the Yankees he sees the majority of the pitches that any of the players see. Um, and so he watches a lot of pitches. He watches a lot of pitches go right down the middle, and he does tend to swing. I think outside of the zone. But, oof, that one was a tough one to, to stomach because that was definitely not a strike. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that second at bat, he, was, uh, he let a 95-mile-per-hour fastball go right down the middle. It wasn't even first pitch. I think it was his second strike. And I was like, ah, you must have been looking for something really specific. But, right. I mean, 95 center cut from Max Scherzer, you're not going to see a better pitch to hit than that. Right. And, like we said, it's against Max Scherzer. So, it's a really, really tough guy you're facing. I mean, this guy is like the king of strikes. Strikes out. And so far watching Luke Voigt take some, some big hacks, you know, it's almost like you don't want him swinging for the fences. You just, you just want him to make contact. Make contact with the ball. Who knows what's going to happen? But, you know, Luke Voigt is taking some monster swings. Gary Sanchez is taking some monster swings and swinging outside of the zone. But, yeah, he, he hasn't looked great today just from a discipline standpoint, which is more worrisome than him not getting any hits. It's more like, well, like hits are hits. Sometimes they come, sometimes they don't. But what balls are you swinging at? What, are you, what is your game plan when you're up at the plate? And he's swinging low and away. He's swinging high and in. He's swinging low and in. And it's just I don't, I don't see any cohesive game plan against one of the best pitchers in the game. He's just trying to see ball, hit ball. And it just doesn't work against Max Scherzer. Mm-mm. No, he's got too many too many tools in his arsenal to really be able to play that that guess game. Um, you know, the likelihood of you getting a pitch right down the middle at the exact speed that you want it to be able to crush a home run, it, it, it's not going to happen. It's yeah, just- and you're not really going to see any hangers either. Like even even the ones that get left over the middle, they're probably mm-hmm. pretty good sliders. They just happen sure. to start a little too far uh, inside for them. Right. Yeah, I mean, so far so good for for the big guys in the lineup. I'm really enjoying seeing Aaron Judge hit. Um, You kind of knew going into this game that he was feeling a lot better. He had three home runs in the last two games, including one as a third out home run, which was so weird, but so good. That was really, nobody knew what was happening. Even Kay was like, I don't, I really just don't understand what happened. They just stayed out there for the, after the third out and Aaron Judge hit it out. And then everyone left the field. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Right, right. Um, I was streaming it. So I wasn't watching it like on the Yes Network. I was I was streaming it. So I'm watching and I'm like, why is everyone still here? I thought that was three outs. And then all of a sudden there's just nobody talks. And then Aaron Judge hits a home run. There's nothing. No comments. No nothing. I'm like, wait a minute. Am I watching a replay? Like, what is going on? And so finally figured it out. But yeah, and then Aaron they, they counted that run, too. They counted that run yeah. and set the stage for Mike Ford, the most clutch hitter in baseball, to hit a game-tying home run in the ninth that, according to StatCast, went 680 feet. Because we are the Yankees. We do not lose exhibition games. Mike Ford knows that. He knows that if we're going to lose, we're at least going to tie. 
So you know what? Work with the tie. I like it. I love the attitude there. But yes. And I'm very impressed so far with Stanton and his plate discipline and um, just his just his intelligence up there. Obviously, we haven't seen him much in the past couple of seasons. So it's really, really nice to see him be comfortable at the plate. Like you said, in front of no fans, no one's booing him. So good for him. I'm, I'm really impressed and I really hope he keeps that up. Obviously, it's game one. So who knows what's going to happen next game. He could strike out five times. He also looks like he dropped 10 pounds, which yeah. I didn't know was possible based on somebody with like his muscle. Like what fat is there left to burn? There's absolutely none. So I don't know what he's burning there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so far so good. Um, still in rain delay. Uh, we would love to see the rest of the game because, well, at this point, it's still a full game. I think, I think the rules are different though. I think even though we're through five innings, no matter what, if this game doesn't go forward, I think they continue it on Saturday. Oh my gosh. Like for, yeah, like this should be it. Like we played a full game, just give the Yankees the win. I'm fine with that. Although I'd like to see three more innings, but I think they, they just run it back on Saturday and then you got to worry about bullpen for the second game. Uh, you just burned three guys in your bullpen in the first game, finishing up the last three innings, and now you got to go and you know play an entire next game. Um, I guess that would be Paxton. Paxton, he, I mean, he works pretty deep into games. Mm-hmm. That's Definitely. probably fine for us. Paxton Strasburg, that'd be a good matchup. All right. Well, if there's someone up there that's looking out for us, just stop let the rain. Us finish the game, okay? Yeah, stop stop the, rain. the rain. Stop this nonsense. We understand it's 2020. We're supposed to suffer, but for goodness sake, we have suffered enough. I've to... had enough. Let us finish this game. I just... You can't I just... let us have one nice thing. That's... Oh, man, oh, it just stings. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> All right, want you want to change gears here for a second? Yeah, what's up? Um, I think we have to address the fact that last week on this very podcast – you flirted with Clint Frazier, and then we immediately learned that he has a new girlfriend. So would you like to address this? Let's talk about this. First of all, I did not flirt with Clint Frazier. I just, I just talked about him. Agree to disagree. In very nice ways. I talked about him very nice I might, I might have flirted with him for you. You flirted with him for me. You <laughs> took the words out of my mouth and you made them into something they were not. Um, and then we find out the very next day that he has a new girlfriend. And I just have to, I have to apologize to her if she, if she thought that I was flirting with him. I was not. Um, I don't know her name, but you know what? She's adorable. If she's the one that's like encouraging him to wear a mask, then I'm totally all for it. Like, I feel like that's that's a Clint thing to do. Like, obviously, he's doing it for the good of the community, but I, I have no doubt that the girlfriend has him saying in it, too. And that means she's a good person. She cares about um, the people in this world. So yeah. good, best of luck to them. Um, you know, I, I definitely wish you the best of luck. And that that's all I'm <laughs> going to say. <laughs> that's it That's no, even, whether it's whether it's the new girlfriend or it's clint but um this season he has been like a totally different person just mm-hmm. all of his interviews are so professional and mature he's outspoken about the mask saying like yeah like i'm wearing this for my safety for everyone else's safety uh to show that i can play nine innings of a baseball game with this thing on and still survive like 
He has just been a totally different person and I love it. I mean, there's also been so many different, um, you know, people that have, that have uh, spoken out about the masks, you know, Didi Gregorius being one that we talked about last week. And of course he hit a grand slam. He hit a double against the Yankees, like all while wearing a mask because he's just amazing. Um, but I am honestly very surprised that Clint Frazier was the one that would come out and step up because he's always been the, kind of the one where he was always trashed by the media. They talked about him, you know, not wanting to get his hair cut, uh, wanting number seven. You know, really, they painted him to be a villain for the longest time. And just having him have the courage to speak out, even though it's obviously the right thing to do, but, you know, it's, it's still something that's controversial for some people. So I definitely have, um, have enjoyed that. Big and good Clint fans him. here. I'm proud of him. Big Clint fans here. Yeah, absolutely. We like him. Um, I wanted to see, well, I would say I wanted to see him in the starting lineup, but then again, we know that Brett Gardner wouldn't be in the starting lineup and, you know, eh, so. And Mike Talkman. Can't forget about the sock, man. Oh my gosh. I forgot about him today. Is that bad? No, it's fine. It's opening day. There's just a lot on the mind. Brett Gardner in the opening day lineup. It's just, it's a lot to deal with. Yeah. And let's talk about Brett Gardner here for a second, because we know that Brett Gardner is um, starting in his, I believe, 1,500th game as a New York Yankee. Yes, quite the accomplishment. Pretty incredible. Only 18 Yankees players have done that. Um, you know, for someone that is really looked over, it's phenomenal what he's done in his career. And we've talked about this before. So congratulations to my man, Brett Gardner. We love you. We want to see you for, uh, 1,500 more games. That would be great. You think he's got it in him? For sure. Oh, I think, I think he does. I think old man Guardy is going to be a force. Oh yeah. I believe it. I believe it. But yes. Uh, so congratulations to him. And, um, obviously I hope he picks it up and gets a hit for me. Like, let's go. No, that's that's one of those things where I think a lot of people are going to look back once Brett Gardner retires and like be shocked at how productive he was for mm-hmm. what is it, thirteen years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like who? Like he's just kind of there all the time. He's never the best player on the team, but he's there every day. He plays almost every day. He's reliable. He gets on base. Uh, recently, he hits some home runs, which is pretty nice. But it's yeah, just, yeah, at the end of the day, you're just going to be like, I can't believe Brett Gardner was actually that good. I made a mistake. I made what a mistake. It? Oh, no. What I mistake? Just went on, I just went on Twitter to find that Brett Gardner tweet. So I just typed in Brett Gardner. And people are so mean. Oh, yeah. They are, they are not happy with him right now. Oh, my gosh. He's had a couple I, ugly at-bats. They're pretty mad at him. Oh, no. It's game one. You know the people are going to overreact. I don't if want if this it. was at this point last year, we were at the point where nobody's paying attention anymore except for us. And that's when we shine. That's when oh, it's yeah. like, all right, only, only people who are watching are people who actually know what they're talking about and can invest in this game. And the occasional person who's just bored on a Sunday afternoon says, oh, there's a baseball game on and the remote is just a little too far for me. Correct. Correct. I just, oof. This is rough. This is rough for me. I can't do that anymore. No more can't doing do that. that. Can't do that. All <laughs> right, well, let's do. Let's do some just general Yankees housekeeping. Uh, the roster came out this week. Obviously, everybody knows that because we're on opening day. We're already halfway through a game. 
um, shockingly, Jordan Montgomery left off. Nobody freak out though. Right, Nobody I freaked freak out. out. I did it. I did it. I freaked out. I know out. you I freaked. I reaction. freaked out at first too, and then I, I had to wait to see a tweet from Sweeney Sweeney Murdy, and it'd be like, oh, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense to just keep him off the roster until his first start, just to have an extra bullpen arm. Um, so Monty, what is he going to start game six? I think it was, I believe so. I believe that was what the, uh, the plan was going to be moving forward. Yeah. So he's really just delaying, uh, his time with the Yankees by, you know, two days and they're just going to use a bullpen day on another day and everything's going to be totally fine. Uh, Michael King, unfortunately might be the one who gets sent down. Uh, I'd like to see him. Michael King's a guy, if this game was to go into, Saturday if it got delayed till Saturday I think Michael King would be a guy who would maybe pitch a couple innings which would be really exciting um yeah probably probably not for this game since we have a lead so late but maybe to start game two not to start but uh Paxton goes maybe five innings get Michael King in there for an inning who knows if you can yeah I mean I I think the I think the key is seeing how long especially well actually no I'm stopping myself I'm thinking a little bit here James Paxton I mean you don't really want to wear him out in the second game of the season so yeah five innings maybe even four Um, he didn't pitch a whole lot coming into it either right exactly so you wouldn't want him to go straight for six or seven innings I mean that's just you really don't want to do that going into the season because especially coming off of his injuries in the offseason and his surgery it ease him into it. And especially if you have those backup arms, I think that's, that's a better way to go. Absolutely. Uh, Clark Schmidt and Davey both got optioned to, uh, well, I guess there's no AAA. They both got optioned to the satellite camp. Uh, yeah. Schmidt obviously would have been on the team if he was actually on the 40 man roster, uh, mm-hmm. which I guess they don't want to do just quite yet. So they don't have to DFA anybody, despite the fact that he was absolutely phenomenal in uh in camp so i would be shocked if we don't see him at some point this year i think the first time a pitcher goes down with injury i think clark schmidt is the guy who gets called up i would agree there um we saw some really great things with him in summer camp and even in spring training too so i think he's going to be the guy but uh yeah i i'm gonna admit i initially freaked out when they (laughs) sent down um jordan montgomery yeah, it, I mean, it was shocking. It was like nobody expected them to do that. They just expected him to start the, right. well, I guess it would have been the third game of the season because mm-hmm. they're not having Tanaka start the first right. uh, or his first start. So I guess it would have been the third game of the season. It's like, that seems like a little, a little soon to right. have a bullpen game. So listen, I just have to, to kind of go with this real quick as it popped up. Um, Yankees social media is on point. Oh, it's first been all, fantastic. Yeah. So first of all, that video, the hype video, I loved that. It was phenomenal. Calling out the essential workers, saying thank you. Um, John Kyler Stan also posted his own video too, which I loved. Um, and now the Yankees actual Twitter account is tweeting. I just love puns. I'm a big pun person. <laughs> I am so, aware. <laughs> so they just tweeted 35 minutes ago, Washington GC. Get it? Because Garrett Cole? Yeah. I, I got that one. It. I love it. And then, <laughs> I didn't see this one earlier. The one of Tyler Wade. Oh, I missed that one. So, Tyler I'm Wade right slid into home because he obviously didn't need to, but he did anyway. So, he kind of wanted to make fun of Jose Altuve, I'm sure. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching, waiting, space, space, commiserating. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, this has been so different. I don't know. I don't know who they hired or if they just yeah, had a little change in policy. It? But like last year, all these tweets were so corporate and lame. And now this year, it's like, this is absolutely fantastic. Like, this is hysterical. It's just Tyler Wade just laying there. People could see that. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. And it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm going to use that as a meme from now on. Oh, yeah. I should, I should probably save that, too. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I also do want to mention, too, uh, I didn't see the start of the game, but I heard a lot of feedback um, from Yankees Twitter that both – um, every player and every coach from the Yankees and the Nationals took a knee before the start of the game, um, which honestly, the whole thing, I'm actually very proud of the fact that they're standing up for what they believe in. And I, I like it. Absolutely. I think I would have liked to see them or at least some players kneel for the anthem as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but this just seemed like a, like a middle ground where it says, yeah, we're going to, we're going to take a knee and we're going to show our respects. Um, and then we're going to also stand for the anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, there have been a lot of people very much exposing themselves as bad people today on Yankees Twitter. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up, in, up in the comments as soon as – like they tweeted out a picture of Glaber, Geo, and Gary in Black Lives Matter shirts. Did not like the responses to those tweets. Gave me very little faith for humanity. Um, also, huge negative. Um, Donald Trump is going to throw out a first pitch – in august and i do not like that at all not one bit no i know i saw that too and not very happy about it um but like you were mentioning too i saw a lot of very poor responses um this is not an issue of um i mean basically it's this is about humanity as a whole you know it's it's one of those things that we're we all consider ourselves to be united one country together and just the fact that some people are sitting there and going well i refuse to be a yankee fan after this because this disappoints me just makes me actually glad that they've kind of called out these people that have these feelings because i'm really proud of them for doing what they did and at least making a statement um aaron boone was wearing his black lives matter shirt during his press conference you know, um, absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't be prouder of that response. Right. Right. Exactly. And, you know, I, I feel as though I, I actually lost quite a bit of followers from that. And I was like, you know what? I'm Beat it. Hit the bricks. Right. Because literally I retweeted and I said, I'm super proud of these guys. Like I'm proud of them for making a, making a stand and making a statement for something that they strongly believe in. Um, and obviously it's going to be happening in every sport um, in the WNBA. They're, they're putting, you know, names on the back of their jerseys and things like that too. It's, it's obviously something that affects everyone. And um, you know, for those people that don't agree, you know, obviously um, I'm super proud of these athletes for coming out and using their platform for uh, the good of the world and for everyone and not just one group of people strong agree and i'm very much looking forward to participating in the protest outside yankee stadium when that first pitch does come along i mean there's i have to assume there's going to be one there yeah i would assume so too um and actually i did see a lot of um 
I did see a lot of people make comments. Uh, obviously, we saw the Boston Red Sox, who, you know, have had a history of, of certain things happening in their stadium, paint a giant mural outside of their stadium for Black Lives Matter. And I've seen a lot of very poor responses from them, too. And um, but I've also seen some really great responses from people as well. So, you know, sometimes you take the good with the bad, but I just feel like it's this is an issue of humanity and this is something that we we all need to stand for and respect each other. Yeah, it's a it's a smart decision to side uh, with the people supporting humanity. I feel like that's a pretty easy call for an organization, uh, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. Um, but what else we got? I wonder how I wonder how this rain delay is doing. I should probably check it out. Mm, this makes sense. Um, what else was I going to say here? Uh, there was something I just pulled up, actually. If I can see it. Oh, the oh, rain's man. getting lighter, according to Brian Hoke. Yes, I just saw that. Brian Hoke, by the way, Penny Hoke, the, um, the tiny Yankees reporter, basically did her little, you know, pregame pre-game report. Cutest thing I've ever seen. Plus, she was wearing a shirt from Roto Wear that said, um, that's baseball, Susan, which is my favorite shirt. Oh, I, yeah, that's a great one. Wait, do you, do you have that shirt? Um, no, I have the hoodie. The hoodie, the hoodie, yes. right? Because I, I remember you got that one day and just brought it right to the podcast. I was like, that is one of the best yeah, things I've ever seen. I've never won anything from Roto Wear. That's like number one on my list of things to accomplish in life. Just that win something from Roto Wear. You know, I've actually won a lot of stuff on Twitter. So let me just explain real quick. I won a Todd Frazier signed baseball back when, uh, back in 2017 during the playoffs. I it was MLB Network. I like retweeted it. And they messaged me and I was like, are, are you kidding? And they were like, no, it's real. <laughs> so I'm like, great, let me give you all my personal information. Um, so I did that and they sent me a, uh, a I'm sure call. you won't sell it. <laughs> no, I have it right here. No, 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 um, your personal information. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I always send it to my parents' house so that way no one knows where I really live. <laughs> so I'm like, if anyone comes after me, it's to my parents, sorry, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> So I won that. Uh, there was, I think, same year, 2017, I won a 2017 postseason Atlanta Braves hat, which I still have. Um, so I won that for some reason. I also won, actually today, I won a signed Aaron Boone baseball. What is your um, secret? I have never won anything online. Anything. There's more. And these ones are the best ones. So I won the, the first RotoWare one I ever did was for a t-shirt and a hoodie. And they just basically asked me, they were like, so what is your, um, what's your team? And they're like, well, duh, we see your username. You're obviously a Yankees fan. I'm like, yeah, duh. Clearly so identified they, myself. So they sent me the Savages shirt and then they sent me the um, That's Baseball Susan hoodie, which I love both of them. Phenomenal. And I continue buying from RotoWare, just a great company. Um, and then this is the kick. I, I used to drink body armor on the regular. Like I love body armor. It's great. It's better than Gatorade. It's less sugar. Um, it's a, it's not as sweet, which is really good, but it's, it's a good post-workout um, drink that I usually have. So Body Armor did a contest and they said, please comment below your three favorite flavors. So of course I said, peach mango, blackout berry, and cold fruit punch, not the warm fruit punch because that's just nasty. Oh, warm fruit punch flavored anything tastes disgusting. Thank you. Right? So. I won two months supply of two vodka. months. So they sent me these big boxes of just basically like two 
packs of 24 of each flavor that I asked, that I said were my favorite. <laughs> I literally had them on my kitchen table and I just would be like, oh, I'm going to go and pick up a drink today. And I would just go whoop, pick it out. But yeah, I've won a lot of things on Twitter. So when I told my parents today I won the Aaron Boone baseball, they're like, how? I was like, Twitter. They're like, okay. What is your secret? I don't know. I really don't know. I honestly don't know. And also today, I will tell you too. Oh, you want uh, another thing? <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> so I didn't win yet, but yet. but there was a. You've ever had Truly Seltzers? Yes. Okay. So Truly posted today. I'm trying to find the exact tweet. They basically posted about. Um, they're like, who wants a sponsorship? And they were like, tag someone who needs a truly lemonade sponsorship. And I said, can I just at me? Lemonades are my go-to year round. And they said, yes, yes, you can. <laughs> oh, so you're going to win that one too. Oh my God. No, I don't think so. No, you're going to win that one. They already responded to you. They're like, oh, this, this girl knows what's up. She wants her, she wants her truly lemonade. I thought it was really so badly she added herself. I love Truly Lemonade for sure. <laughs> like it is, it is the best. I actually had one tonight. I had a strawberry lemonade, uh, Truly Lemonade one. The closest thing I've ever come to winning anything is like when you do like the scratchers on the lottery and you get enough to just buy another ticket. That's it. You get like $2 and you're like, hey, like I can give this back to you and then you'll give me two dollars and then i'll immediately spend it on an, another two dollar lottery ticket which i will lose that's what happens unless you're my grandma i think i get my luck from my grandma yeah must be not i'm over here i'm 100 percent irish i'm supposed to have the luck i guess you're right there was a whole disney channel movie about me the luck of the irish yep phenomenal film are you right great, great movie I guess. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name of the guy in it, but. <laughs> yeah, you're Ryan Merriman, for sure. Absolutely. Well, what else we got going on in the baseball world? Uh, yeah, we'll just do a little housekeeping for the league as, as a sure. whole. Uh, Mookie Betts got paid, paid. He got the bag. Is that what they say? Yeah, he got the bag. Like the, the biggest bag. bag that you could possibly get. There's $365 million. I think there was... What what was the signing bonus? You got me. I got I got to see what the signing bonus was because oh, whatever it was, I, I feel like it was just absolutely ridiculous and it's non-taxable. I was like, that's absolutely insane. All I know is that I went online and I, for the longest time, I was anticipating him to go back to Boston because that was just in my head, like just just the part time thing, and then he's gonna in free agency go back to Boston. So this shocked me as much as it shocked Jared Carabas, like. Uh, Carabas was not having a good day. No, that was a bad day for him, but it was kind of hilarious because a lot of like famous baseball players were like, hey, <laughs> tweeting at him. I think Dallas Braden tweeted at him or Braden. I'm sorry. Dallas Braden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't find the signing bonus, but the, the total. Oh, here it is. $65 million signing bonus, $65 million just for signing the dotted line. That's that insane. Got paid. If I could do that, because I sign a lot of papers, I would be not doing my job. 
No, you'd be making $65 million a hundred times a day. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. $365 million total over 12 years. That's just, it's, it's the biggest contract in total money besides Mike Trout. Um, it's just, I mean, he got paid, paid. Who would have known that the Red Sox could just extend him if they paid him enough? That was the whole thing. He kept telling the Red Sox, I want to go to free agency, get my worth. I want to go to free agency, get my worth. And the Dodgers were like, here's your worth. Don't go to free agency. Where do I sign, Dodgers? L.A. forever. I had one of my friends text me immediately after that contract uh, broke. A uh, screenshot of a Google search for Mookie Betts jerseys. Like, hey, which one should I buy now that this guy literally exists in my life for 12 more years? Yeah, better get used to him. I mean, he's looking good, too, in his uh, his early exhibition games and stuff. And obviously, they play tonight against the Giants. Um, they start pretty soon, right? They're probably 10.05. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to watch two games at the same time now. I was really looking oh, forward to, to just so having spoiled. one at a time. I know. MLB TV is the best. I've been watching five games simultaneously all week. And now this was like the first time that I can just sit down, pay attention to one game. And then when that game's over, I can just pay attention to the next game that comes right on after. Um, but nope, now I have to multitask. It's not a strong suit of mine. So apparently Brian Hope just tweeted, um, this game is official. If the game did not resume, the Yankees would win. Really? I thought Lindsey Adler tweeted the opposite before. Well, he just um, tweeted this four minutes ago. So I don't know if it's – he basically linked it to the uh, MLB.com, what is a regulation game. So okay. maybe it is still the same? Maybe. Uh, Who knows? Let's just assume that the game is going to continue as normal. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest. I'm not ready to stop watching the Yankees play baseball right now. I'm just right, not there exactly. yet. However, I will tell you there's a really good response. It says, on what channel, though, the Los Angeles Dodgers game is starting? Spread your knowledge, Mr. Hope. By the way, you the goat, man. And then Brian Hoke says, that's a good question. ESPN ate the Ocho. I think I have that one. That's a good answer. Why can't it just go back to yes? I miss yes. I know. When the rain delay happened and I didn't hear the sad sax music, I was like, ah, oh, what? This is just, yeah, now it's just sad completely. It's 100% sad. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a saxophone and learn how to play it. Just for the sad sax music on the rare occasion that the Yankees aren't on, yes. Right, exactly. The very, very rare occasion. So that even when the Yankees lose, I can play the sad sax music. Yeah, I mean, we say that, but we're literally living this situation right now. It's currently happening. It can't be that rare. Well, then I better find a saxophone fast, and I better learn how to play it real fast. (laughs) Uh... All right, other things around the league. Um where are the Blue Jays going to play baseball? <laughs> it was super funny because for a good hour, they were like, yep, the Pittsburgh Blue Jays. And then Pennsylvania's like, no, no, no. <laughs> nah. No, no, no. We don't want you here. <laughs> we don't want to pay the electric bill for that. Oh, man. Because that would have been such a cool ballpark to play in. Um, oh, I know yeah. I wanted to go to PNC so badly this summer. Like, that was the number one destination of my trip this summer. I was going to go to Camden. I was going to go to PNC. Um, I was thinking about going all the way to Cleveland, um, mm. but I doubt I would have ever made it there. And Citizens Bank Park, I was thinking about just a drive to Cleveland, hit Philly on the way, hit Pittsburgh on the way, and then end up in Cleveland. I don't know anybody who drives to Cleveland uh, regularly because it's just who drives to Cleveland? 
Why would you drive to Cleveland? My sister used to go to a baseball college game. out there. All right, that's fair. Yeah, but let me tell you that um, if you go to Cleveland, pick me up along the way because I know quite a few people out there on Twitter who have promised me drinks when I go to uh, Progressive Field next time. So that's pretty I good. Are they gonna Are them. they gonna buy me drinks too? That'd be really oh, nice. Oh yeah, then. sure. I'm sure they would. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Take everybody to Cleveland. Better get some free drinks out of it. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so we don't know where the Blue Jays are going to play. Uh, they were talking about Buffalo, but obviously I saw that Buffalo know, would be good. That's where their AAA team is. Right, right. And I mean, uh, it's probably well, it is the closest to Toronto, um, right near the border. But the border's like closed up. So I mean, what? yeah, I saw uh, the governor of Connecticut wants them to play there uh, in Hartford. I don't, I don't know what kind of stadium they have in Hartford that could support a major league team. You're right. Um, Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. The yard goats. The yard goats. That's a hell of a name. No, I'm pretty sure that's an actual team there. Um, Harvard yard goats, I believe. I'm going to have to look into buying their hat. I'm going to have to acquire that. That's, that's an absolutely great team name. They have to have a great logo too. Yeah, the yard the Hart- goats. Hartford yard goats. Let me see if I can pull it up as my background. Hold up. Are you going to do this again? You're going to pull up yeah, as your yeah, background? Yeah. At least I know it's coming last time. Last time, you know, last time you just pulled up a picture of a praying mantis. It was funny, right? No, it was awesome. And it was very topical. We were talking about Starlin, Luis, and the, and the praying mantis. I just didn't know that you could do that on Zoom. So I was like halfway through a sentence and I was like, whoa, what the fuck is that? So yes, the uh, the Hartford Yard Goats are there. Um, it, the only reason I know that is because one of my um, one of my friends worked for ESPN for a while, so he was living in Connecticut, and he would always go to their games. And I was like, "Is this a real thing? <laughs> like, this is actually the team name?" And he's like, "Yup." Um, I love that. I'm buying all of their merch. So also, you know that the uh, the Yankees had the Pizza Rat for a while so like you know how they sometimes change their names so the Syracuse Mets AAA team turned into like the Syracuse Salt Potatoes um, oh yeah the rail the yeah the rail riders do that all the time with the humongous right. melon heads throwback to backyard baseball the best game yeah. ever invented yes exactly so like they would change their names so um the Staten Island Yankees changed them to the Staten Island Pizza Rats and they had the coolest hats and the coolest shirts but they were always sold out and the best part is the people that got them would like put them on Twitter and be like, Hey, I just got my, you know, pizza rats hat. And it came in a pizza box. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. That's awesome. I'm like, going to have to look into that too. There's got to be a few of those hats floating around. I think I'm just going to become like a minor league hat guy. Just get like minor league hats for all the teams with the coolest names. Honestly, I rotate mean, them in and no out. harm in that. I mean, I I've been wearing this hat. What? Oh, there it is. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to get my face in front of it. You see? That's Yeah, that's fantastic. That's going to look great on a hat. Yeah, except I'm like raving over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just have to stand in front of it. But yes, this is the Harvard Yard Goat. That is a thing. That's fantastic. I like that a lot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy their hat tonight, probably. I mean, I've been wearing this hat since quarantine started every single day. And oh, it's there just... You go. I mean, it's a great hat. I love this hat, um, but I could I could be due for a change. But like, I just remember for Staten Island, uh, 
Yankees, they basically like went on Twitter and they were like, what should we name our next, um, you know, like themed, themed night? And they were like, should we do this, this, or this? And people are like, pizza rats. <laughs> so it's actually super funny. And the website is great. Ooh, Have you ever it- seen the pizza rat video? Yes. It's fantastic. That's just yes, I have. the most dedication I've ever seen to feeding your rat family. Okay. I'm going to put the pizza rats up too, just because I have to show you as well. Oh, the logo. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. The hats, like I said, are pretty sweet. Um, and they come in a pizza box. So if you're looking for a quarantine purchase, it looks like they're back in stock, which is really awesome. Um, but yes, minor league baseball teams, which is really sad that there's no minor league season, have the best logos and hats and stuff. Absolutely. I wanted to, oh, oh, that's awesome. They turned the Y into a pizza pizza. Yeah. So they turned the Y into the pizza and then that's the pizza box that comes in. And then there's, oh, where's the, there's the other logo. That's amazing. I love yeah. how you're just like, you're just like leaning behind the camera to make it, to make it work. I know. See, usually I can like pop up and you can see me so that it's in the background, but I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so hold on. Now That's awesome. To... I'm going to have to look into that too. Those are, those are some great hats. Yeah. I'm about exactly. to spend like a month's worth of rent on minor league hats. Yes. Okay. Correct. I know. Honestly, it might be your best purchase because they're not expensive either. But like the Syracuse Mets did the salt potatoes, the Rochester Red Wings did the gar- or the plates. Um, so they had cool gear too. So it was just kind of like a nice special thing instead of just being the Staten Island Yankees or the Syracuse Mets. Fantastic. All right. What else, what else do we have in baseball land? So I know um, Cuddy said that the game might start around 10 o'clock again, or it's, it's breaking up the rain a little bit. I don't know if it's going to go. Um, and 11 right now yeah but what do we what do we have left um honestly i don't have a whole lot um oh i got one expanded playoffs still stupid still stupid maybe i just didn't want to talk about it yeah 16 teams uh eight in each league top two division winners um and then two wild card teams just so dumb so dumb and what's the point what are you even playing for because half the the money they're just getting the money in it's the owners being like oh we're not going to take a loss this season that's why we cut it down to 60 games and we're going to let more than half the league into the playoffs it's just ridiculous i mean there's really no (laughs) i hate it it's like I'm, i'm not even worried about the yankees not making the playoffs like right. yesterday I was like, I don't know. The Rays are really good. Their bullpenning strategy is kind of perfectly tailored to a season like this. Like they're going to be a problem. And now I'm like, who even cares if they're a problem? We're both making the playoffs. Right. Exactly. Now here's the other question I have for you. Like what if say the Red Sox start coming back and the Blue Jays start coming back? Could there potentially be four teams in there from the AL East or am I mistaken? I don't know. I don't know mathematically if it's possible for four teams, four teams to win enough games to, to make the playoffs. Um, Maybe if they were all like really evenly matched um, and we just really beat up on the NL East, like the the Red Sox couldn't lose a single game to the NL East if they were going to finish fourth in the AL East and then still make the playoffs. 
which is where I see them. I, I, somebody predicted that them to have an over 500 season. Doubtful. Hmm. Highly doubtful. Well, and then you've also got the rule about um, even the best records don't get first-round buys. Yeah, and it's only a three-game series, and you're like, I mean, five games is pretty short for the ALDS already, and now you're talking about three games? Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about two swings could change the entire series. You look, first place team could lose on two swings. Oh, it's yeah. just, okay. it's just not enough games. No, you're right. It's just such a weird concept, but it was kind of funny that we were entering the season and we were like, what are we going to do for the playoffs? They're just like, Oh, everyone gets into the playoffs this year. You know what? The whole season is the playoffs. Yeah. I, I would, I would really love if the Mets is. still missed the playoffs though. I feel like like going to 16 teams, if the Mets still somehow managed to miss it, I just think that would be so funny. Right. Oh, no, that my internet connection is unstable. That's dangerous. That makes me worried. Mm. Oh, <laughs> All right. Don't worry. I still hear you. Yeah. Either way, I think we covered everything that we were going to cover. Um, let's see. Maybe once we turn this off, We'll go back and the game will be about to restart. I think that would be really swell. I would really like that. Um, otherwise, I, I guess I'll just watch Dodgers do Giants. Yeah, I mean, honestly, whatever's on, I'm gonna put on anyway. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go for a movie or a TV show. It's got to be baseball because who knows how long this is gonna last, and we have to cherish every moment. Absolutely, big facts. Um, all right, well then that'll wrap it up for the week. Uh, I will once again humbly ask all of our listeners, I know you're out there because I see the reports, uh, leave us five stars because that would really help us a lot. Last week I asked for you to leave five stars and tell us why you hate Florida. I did not think nobody else hated Florida. So I'm really relying on you guys this week to just be nice. Just do it because baseball is back. Right, exactly. You know what? We're all fans of the game. We all want to watch baseball. So you know what? Big facts. Five stars. See you next week. All right.